all of you who watch Noah's Window, once again, we're taking the month of February off. You're going to hear from one of my favorite people this week. My son, Stephen, is going to be speaking to you. And Stephen has a rare gift, I think, for insights in God's Word. And I know he's going to be a blessing this week on Noah's Window. And we'll see you very soon. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Noah's Window. My name is Stephen Hoover, and I'm on the pastoral team here at New Spring. And uh, I'm also the youngest of the Hoover boys. And uh, I'm really excited because for the next few days, starting today, we're going to be exploring the story of Peter. And I, 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 personally, I love Peter a lot because to me, Peter is a very, the humanity of Peter just leaps off the page when you read his story. Peter has good days and bad days. Sometimes he says incredible things. Sometimes he puts his foot in his mouth. Sometimes Peter has amazing faith. Sometimes he lets his doubts take control. And, and, and sometimes, sometimes Peter, Peter shows himself to be one of the greatest leaders who ever lived, but sometimes he falls a little bit short of that. But here's what I love so much about him. What I love so much about Peter is that even when he takes one step back, he always takes two steps forward. And by the grace of God, Peter became the person that Jesus wanted him to become. And when he got to the end of his life, he could honestly say that he was faithful to the gospel of Jesus Christ. And all I want to be able to do is to say the same thing as Peter. And so for the next few days, we're going to be talking about Simon Peter. And I promise I'm not going to be able to get to everything about his character because that would take weeks. But we're going to cover the major moments of Peter's life. And starting today, we're going to be going on this journey together, and I'm very excited for it. So today, I want to talk about the day that Simon became a disciple and the day that Peter became a disciple. And basically what happened was Simon, Andrew, James, and John, all four of them were cleaning their nets because they were fishermen. And they, they had a day where they encountered Jesus. They didn't know him yet. They didn't know who he was, but they, they ended up in a conversation with Jesus. And Jesus asks them a, a question that's kind of a sore spot for them. Jesus asked them, hey, did you guys catch anything? Have you guys, have you guys caught anything recently? And in the Bible, Simon, Simon tells Jesus, he says, Sir, with all due respect, last night, me and the boys, we were out fishing all night. We didn't catch a single thing. And, and Jesus says, hey, I want you to go out there and I want you to cast your nets one more time. And reluctantly, Simon, who would later, be, later become Peter, Simon says, you know what? I'm going to try it. But I think there was doubt in his face because, again, he didn't know who Jesus was. But they go out and they cast their nets one more time. And they... When they do that, they catch so many fish that these guys can't even pull the net back out of the water. I mean, you know, at this point, wonder is coming into Simon's eyes and he can't pull the fish, he can't pull the fish out of the water. And he's, and Simon and Andrew, who are the ones out in the boat, they're having to call to their friends, James and John, and say, help us, help us. I mean, either there's a thousand fish in this net or we are really out of shape. Help us. So James and John, have to go out to the boat and help them haul this massive net of fish into the boat. And this is the moment when these guys find out who Jesus is. Because obviously it's a miracle. I mean, they had been out on the lake for so long and didn't catch a thing and all of a sudden they have enough fish to feed an army? And so when they get back to shore, the conversation with Jesus changes dramatically because now Simon, who would later become Peter, Simon realizes this, this man is special. I don't know who he is, but this man is special. And so this is, this is what the Bible says. If we're going we're gonna to go to Luke chapter 5. If you've got your Bible with you, we're going to go to Luke chapter 5, verse 8. And this is a conversation between Simon and Jesus. 
And I want you to see what Simon Peter says to Jesus because the what he says is what a lot of us say when we feel called to do something. Because again, this is the day when Jesus is calling Simon Peter to ministry. And I want you to pay close attention to the words here because it doesn't waste any words. In Luke 5, 8, it says, When Simon Peter realized what had happened, he fell to his knees before Jesus and said, Oh Lord, please leave me. I am such a sinful man. For he was awestruck by the number of fish they had caught, as were the others with him. His partners, James and John, the sons of Zebedee, were also amazed. Jesus replied to Simon, Don't be afraid. From now on, you will be fishing for people. And as soon as they landed, they left everything and followed Jesus. This, this was the moment when Peter was called to be a disciple. And this is what I find very interesting. Peter felt extremely unqualified and unfit for the job. And he says so. I mean, he tells Jesus, hey, I know you're calling me to do something, but I, I, I don't deserve it. Get away from me, for I am a sinful man. He said, he said I am a sinful man. Have you, have you ever felt God calling you to do something, but you felt unqualified or undeserving? I know what that feeling is like. Join the club. And Simon Peter evidently knew what that feeling was like. He felt unqualified and undeserving. But can I, can I give you some encouragement this morning? Can I just lift you up this morning a little bit? Peter is living proof of what I am about to say. And here's, the, here's, what, here's what I want to say. It doesn't matter what you have to bring to the table. It only matters whose table you're going to bring it to. Can I say that one more time? It doesn't matter what you and I have to bring to the table. It only matters whose table we're going to bring it to. Because you think about, you know, Simon Peter, he was a fisherman and God turned him into one of the greatest preachers the world has ever seen. And the thing is, you know, he might have felt like he didn't have much to bring, but Jesus multiplied it. Jesus strengthened it. Jesus turned him into something, into something great. You know, there's a lot of people out there, a lot of celebrities you might know, where they're full of talent. They got all the talent in the world. They have all the wealth in the world. They have all the money in the world. They have all the gifts in the world. But because they've brought what they have to the world's table and what the world considers important and what the world thinks are great, because they brought all of those gifts to the world's table, it will add up in many cases to nothing. However, there are many people out there who felt they felt unqualified. They felt like, hey, I, I, don't think God, I, I don't think God should be calling me. He should be calling another person. There's many people like that who have gone on to shake to, to, to change the entire world because it doesn't matter what we have to bring to the table. It only matters whose table we're going to bring it to. I mean, I'm sure that boy who brought five loaves of bread and two fish to Jesus, I'm sure he thought he didn't have a lot to bring to the table and yet he fed thousands because what he had was put in the master's hands. And I just want to ask you, what you have, which you do have gifts, you do have talents, you do have so much potential. I want to ask you, have you put what you have into the master's hands? Have you put what you have into Jesus' hands? Because Peter did that and he changed the world. You know, when I, when, when I think about how undeserving and unqualified I am, I, it, it, you know, it, it's, it's overwhelming for me. I mean, I, I've talked about this before. Uh, when, I was, when I was in high school, when I started, but before I really started speaking, I had a really hard time getting words out. In fact, to this day, I still have a hard time in social situations getting words out because sometimes I just can't think of what to say. And yet, miraculously, God has helped me speak in front of thousands of people because even though, even though sometimes I have a hard time finding the words, 
God doesn't have a hard time finding the words. And so I feel unqualified and undeserving, but God has taken that and said, look, Stephen, it doesn't matter what you have to bring to the table. What matters is you brought it to my table. And so it's just something I want you to think about because I think that when God places a calling on your heart, I think it's important to think about how Jesus can multiply what you have. And so, and, and, and I find it interesting when Peter said, look, Lord, I'm a sinful man. You know, Jesus could have said, you know what, Simon, you're right. I mean, you're careless with your words. And, you know, after all, you're just a fisherman. And, you know, may, maybe I should go down to Jerusalem and call some people who really know what they're talking about. But Jesus didn't say that. He didn't, he didn't talk about, he didn't talk about where Peter had been. And he didn't talk about, he didn't talk about how Peter was unqualified. He just wanted to talk about the future. Because what did Jesus say? He said, hey, I will make you a fisher of men. He's saying, I, I want to focus on where you are headed, Peter, because you are headed somewhere fantastic. And I think he wants to give you the same message today. There's a, there's a famous quote that has been said by everybody. I don't know where it started, but I love this quote. It says, God doesn't call the equipped. He equips the call. And I just want to, I just want to let you know that today. And if you feel God placing a burden on your heart to serve him, uh, answer his call. Don't, don't let God's calls go to voicemail. Answer his call if he is calling you today. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for the fact that you have called us to do great things. Father, I know it feels overwhelming sometimes for, for those of us that you've tapped on the shoulder to, to speak for you. But Father, I know that you have, I know that you have placed your Holy Spirit in our hearts. And Father, just like Simon Peter, I pray that we would be willing vessels that we would say, yes, yes, Lord, please, 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 please help us. And Father, thank you so much for that. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, thank you so much for tuning into Noah's Window. Join us next time, and we're going to follow the story of Peter some more.